the pandemic, civil unrest, protest, and the road to the White House. You are listening to The John DePietro Show. The heating season is here. Folks, you need to call JKL Engineering today. JKL 401-351-7600. Let JKL Engineering design and install a natural gas, high-efficiency carrier Infinity System. The energy-efficient, quiet, more affordable than you think. If you think no gas, hey, guess what? No problem. Let JKL Engineering design and install a high-efficiency heat pump system, including ductless splits. Heats in the winter, cools in the summer. These units are so efficient. Reduce your oil bill. By as much as 90%, they have the highest rebates of the market, and they also do new installation and replacement of high-efficiency gas boilers. JKL is Cary Factory Authorized Dealer, licensed in Rhode Island and Massachusetts. You know, for over 50 years, JKL's reputation second to none, especially for technical expertise, customer satisfaction. JKL is an approved national grid BPI installer. JKL is also a Navian certified factory dealer called JKL. System replacement, oil to gas, or for a heat pump. Remember, estimates are free. Financing is available. They're licensed in both Rhode Island and Massachusetts. Call JKL Engineering right now, residential or commercial, at 401-351-7600. JKL, they'll do it right the first time. Now call them. You don't want to get stuck with an inefficient heating system. What if it starts to get really cold? Call JKL right now. Free quote, free estimate. Estimates are free. Financing is available. 401-351-7600. Rhode Island, Massachusetts. It's JKL Engineering. 401-351-7600. It's John DePietro on AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Folks, you can always listen online at the website, dePietro.com. This portion of the program brought to you by It's My Health. Stop it and see the queen of health, Marie. It's my health. You know, that historic white church, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland, right across from Davenport Restaurant. Pop in. I know you've driven past it, but inside is an incredible quality supply of vitamins, herbal remedies from trusted companies, local products like the incredible acai berry, that antioxidant. Also over 250 bulk herbs, teas, and spices that can be purchased by the ounce, plus box herbs and teas, hemp and CBD products, and a lot more. It's my health because it's your health. You want to stay nice and healthy. Stop it and see Marie, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Call her, 401-305-3585. Right across from Davenport Restaurant, It's My Health, 1099 Menden Road in Cumberland. Now, um, on this uh, Friday, and it is uh, January 15th, uh, there's such a display that is going on right now, I think unnecessarily, um, in the nation's capital. I want everyone to remember that a lot of what you're hearing about the FBI, please keep in mind that during the course of the past few years, uh, the president and especially leaders of the FBI were not on the best terms because of some of the actions of some FBI agents. You go back with that, the whole battle with uh, Comey. I think, Jim Comey, I think a lot of this is payback uh, towards the Trump people for the way they feel that the FBI was treated uh, the past couple of years. Because have you ever seen such unprecedented action? Uh, against people certainly never saw it last summer certainly never saw it last summer as they were trying to track down who was organizing uh, all of these violent protests that went on in all the major cities went on the nation's capital all the course of the summer and then in the fall and suddenly now you know the fbi spearing uh you know nothing overturning every rock going after some people most of the people what did they do they they were they went inside the Capitol. They didn't damage anything. They didn't hurt anything. As far as some of the broken windows, there's been far more damage over the course of the summer. But I, I'm getting a little tired of the way they're playing this up. And also all the troops going in. I'm telling you right now, I don't think there is a credible threat. I think a big part of what played out <clears throat> with the incident at the Capitol was because there were thousands of people. There were thousands of Trump supporters there. There were thousands of people that some of the troublemakers that went in, they could hide amongst them. That's what I that's what I think that went on. Do I think anything's going to happen locally? No. Now, I, I don't know if it's some of the battleground states. I don't know if some of the open carry states, Michigan or in Pennsylvania, certain state houses, if they do have groups that are planning some kind of a protest. I'm telling you, folks, I don't know about any local protest. Certainly can't carry a gun out in the open around here. And um, 
and the media, I, I think they ought to accurately report that. But when you see the the video, if you see the National Guard troops inside the Capitol and there's 15 to 20,000 troops, I think it's so over the top. It's um, it's really to try to send a statement, you know, like that this is how dangerous the Trump people are and they're bad. You never saw that last summer. Never. There was never an unprecedented effort to try to get to the bottom of it. So now I also want to play. There was a uh, protest. Channel 12 has a story. This has to do with the Jamal Gonzalez. Now, at this point, listen, they did an investigation. They did a reenactment of the crash. They certainly took their time. They just came out with it last week. And there is now, of course, wait for it, a lawsuit, of course, where they want to go after. They even have a federal lawsuit. There was an attorney on the scene very quickly. I mean, at one point, it it did seem that he was going to pass away. Thank God he's Jamal Gonzalez is doing much better. Uh, he's not fully back, but he's alive and he's better. And uh, we don't know yet, could end up making a full recovery. But uh, there was some protesters. His father was there. And then Channel 12 decided to cover it. Now, I knew about this, but there were more media and police than protesters. I mean, when you have 10 to 12 people, is that really a protest? And by the way, it's the same people. It's the same. I know who they are. They were across from uh, Inner Hope on Post Road. They were the same ones all summer long. I can start to pick them out. One of them, one of them is paid to be there. She's a paid protester. Then Amanda Brooklyn Toussaint. So let's hear, this is the Channel 12 story. You know, they they think, uh, listen, what happened was terrible, but I'll, I'll get into it a little bit. Let's just remember, the ATVs have caused problems on the streets. Jamal Gonsalves came to Providence. He was on an unregistered motorbike. He was... The police were following them all. He was flipping them off table for one salute. They started to go up, but they were following all of them. He then lost control of his bike and crashed into a wall uh, right in, you know, on a street off Elmwood Avenue. And then unfortunately, the cruiser that was going behind him ran into and hit the um, stop sign that was right there. The stop sign hit him in the head. So that, that did happen. And the officer, a officer driving, uh, did hit a stop sign, and then it caused significant head injury. But he did not run him into the wall, which was the first thing that these um, many of the protesters had been screaming. There was a week of violence. There were 21 people arrested. They were throwing fireworks at police. They're throwing bottles at police. Uh, I was there that night. There were 21 people arrested. Why? How come they're not described as domestic terrorists, by the way? But listen to some of the protesters. Protesters demanded this afternoon following the AG's recent announcement that <sighs> no charges will be filed in the case of Jamal Gonsalves. Gonsalves was critically injured back in October following a police-involved moped accident. 12 News reporter Chelsea Jones was at the protest and joins us now live with more on what the group is asking for. Chelsea? Mike Shannon, the protesters tell me they want Jamal's case, along with all other cases of police brutality here in the city, to be reopened. They also want full reparations for the Gonzalez family, and they want this department to be defunded. It all started here at Classical High School. Protesters gathering to call on Providence police. Twelve people. Twelve people. All started here. Twelve people for accountability officers have qualified immunity to you know now listen the voice of the person speaking is a domestic terrorist she has been violently arrested fighting with police she was arrested she's the one that was up on the highway she's the one that she is a paid protester at no point does the reporter say have you ever had an altercation with the police weren't you arrested back in october where then when you had to be taken to the hospital you were, you were tossed out of a nightclub. I have the police. Her police report is on my website, Dimitro.com. I requested the body cam footage, and the city of Providence wouldn't get it, give it to me. But she was violently arrested. A nightclub called. She wouldn't leave a nightclub. The person you're hearing urinated inside the nightclub on a wall. They called the police. They finally had to remove her. She was vomiting. She was upset. They had to restrain her. They took her to the hospital. She was biting security guards at the hospital. She was biting doctors and nurses. It's all, if you want to read the arrest report, it's right on my website. It was, uh, it was the Friday night before Columbus Day, Columbus Day weekend. Now, does the reporter say, have you ever had an interaction 
with the uh, law enforcement? Why, why not? Ask? No, they don't ask that. Let's listen to the demands and what, what, what they're hearing. By the way, this is all talking points. This is someone doesn't hold a job, uneducated. Uh, she has said she got expelled from high school. Obviously, no college. All they do is they mimic like a parrot talking points. That's what you're hearing. This is the Channel 12 report. Brutalize us to do whatever they want to us, and they still keep their jobs. They still get paid. This mantra led At least them they to the job. public safety complex to make their demands, calling for the reopening of all police brutality cases in Providence, the department to be defunded by 70%, and full reparations for the Gonzales. Defund the police department by 70%. Now, how many people listening right now don't like to go to Providence because you feel it's dangerous? And the amount of murders and shootings and crime defund the police station. But again, where's the question about so a kid on a motorbike wouldn't follow police commands, crashed into a wall. And because of that, you want to defund the police department by 70 percent. Absolute ludicrous. This is nonsense talk. No pushback at all. No back and forth. No, you know uh follow-up here let's let's continue never mentioning by the fact of aren't you disappointed that only 15 12 to 15 people came to this big protest the only way the place made a mistake was they let school out of early yesterday think it was going to be a big demonstration they blocked off a street there were more police and media than protesters yesterday family it's not just about my son that I, I... here's the father now speaking mark gonzalez not just about my son this is the day after they have federal, they're now suing. Now they want money because of the moped accident. I'm doing this for uh, for everyone, for your kids, for your brothers and sisters. Mark Gonzalez, Jamal Gonzalez's father says. But stop that just for a moment. How many people listening make accusations of police brutality against the Providence police? There have been situations of that. And because of body cam footage, it's been examined. They've gone into it. Um, there's been multiple situations like that. We also had the false, false alarm back during the June protest when Carolyn Guggen at Channel 12 almost caused a riot uh, at that protest when she put that firefighter on TV live without vetting the story when he said that he was taken at gunpoint because of the color of his skin. We found that was a total lie what he was saying. Carolyn Guggen, who now go, works at a, uh, one of the Boston TV stations, she, she almost caused a riot patting him on the back, rubbing his back. You're so brave. You're so brave as he almost, as he lied on live television when there were 10,000 people there and almost started a riot at the, uh, outside of the, the Providence Place Mall at the State House. All right, it continues. This is the Channel 12 report. All remains in critical condition at a rehab facility in New Jersey after a police-involved moped accident back in October. I'm not happy about the decisions that were made. Um... You know, it just is, it's, it's a disgrace. Just last week, Attorney General Peter Narone. You know, I'm not happy about the decisions that are made. There's no accountability that they're lucky that the son is alive. He made some poor decisions, unregistered bike, wouldn't comply. Police were telling him to pull over, playing games, weaving in and out, doing like um, figure eights around the police and then lost control of his vehicle. And he, he slammed into a wall. Now, the, the police cruiser to hit the stop sign did injure him. That is true. But the narrative in the very beginning that caused all those problems, all those people arrested back in October, was that the police cruiser rammed him from behind. That's what they were saying. Notice they've backed off that now. Announcing no officers will be charged in Jamal's case. The family has filed a civil suit. This march is a plea for more action to be taken when it comes to disciplining police officers. Him coming home on his own will is what's important to me. Classical Central High School and Providence Career and Technical Academy all releasing early just in an abundance of caution for today's protest. Coming up at 6, we're going to dig a little deeper. So they stopped school. By the way, the person that organized it is 22 years old. So the kids got out of school early. So for what? So 12 people could go to a protest? What a joke. All right, I want to play one of the protesters. The one that I had played goes on to then make some more demands. And this starts to be that because of the moped accident, 
they feel that there should be free housing, free health care. If you don't do that, that's it's all nonsense, folks. This is um, I think that was the five o'clock. This is uh, the six o'clock report that we're going to hear right here. Protesters tell me Jamal's case is just the most recent one involving Providence police officers. They believe it's going to take reform from the inside out, and they're going to need everyone's help. Protesters marching to the oh, Providence. Stand up and fight back. Isn't that encouraging violence towards police? Stand up and fight back. What do we do? Stand up and fight back. Why aren't they, why isn't this considered domestic terrorism? Public safety complex hoping for the beginning of change. This is bigger than Jamal. Um, Providence police have been on a essentially on a riot spree all summer. Prov X says they want Excuse me. The police were on a riot spree all summer? I'm unfamiliar with the person that said that. No, the police were dealing with rioters all summer. I think that's what you mean. Rioters all summer. No pushback here with these accusations. Providence police to reopen all cases of brutality, full reparations for Jamal Gonzalez's family, and for the department to be defunded by 70%. Jamal Gonzalez was severely injured after a police-involved moped accident. Notice now they use the word reparations. It's all about money. They all want money. Join in the fight, too. Stop writing letters. Stop speaking up. Just because voting is over and you don't need any more us anymore does not mean that our kids don't need you. Protesters say all violence doesn't look the same and they currently don't feel protected. Um, state sanctioned violence happens to us every single day. Not providing everyone free health care is violence. Not giving everyone free housing. Housing for the homeless, they say, and equal education for all. Hey, we didn't need Free, I, I want to just stop that for a moment. And again, that was the domestic terrorist saying it. Fr- free housing is violence. If you don't get free, health care is a form of, no, that's not a form of violence. By the way, many of these people are welcome to go out and actually get a job. And I mean like a paying job, right? They're more than free to do that. Free is what they seem to focus on. What a disgrace. Complete embarrassment. Folks, I want to remind you about Brothers Disposal, but there should be pushback. And now the police declined to comment, but there was so there was no balance. That is not a balanced report in any way. Brothers Disposal, call them today. Now offering weekly trash collection services. Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. Call them for an estimate. Not only if you need a purple dumpster at your home, but on top of that, with Brothers Disposal, now offering weekly trash collection services with the roll-off dumpsters. Call Roland or Willie today for an estimate, 401 401- 688-0517. Brothers Disposal. Look for them on Facebook. They have the purple dumpsters, and then they also use letter, uh, yellow lettering, which is kind of like the um, the Lakers. Brothers Disposal, offering weekly trash collection services. Call for an estimate. Or if you need a dumpster, maybe you're going to clean out your home, do some cleaning a little bit, or maybe you have a project or your business, Brothers Disposal, 401 401- Six eight eight zero five one seven. You know this whole thing. I don't know what the purpose was. You know what else was interesting, folks? They said that this is going to be a peaceful protest, and because they announced a peaceful protest and during the day, only twelve people showed up. Now, if they had said this is going to be a rock and sockum violent protest against the cops, they would have had over one hundred people there. What does that tell you? When they announce, "Oh, we're going to do a peaceful protest," nobody shows up. You out there breaking things and 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 making threats participants tell me the only way things will change is to start from the top down get these white supremacists out of these buildings out of the police station out of the court and until they feel what a disgrace calling police white supremacist photos notice no accountability in the community they don't say People need to come forward and cooperate with the police. The number one thing I hear from law enforcement is many times when there's a crime, no one will talk to them. No one will talk and help the police try to solve the crime. They're all silent about it. And many times, you know, they want to take matters into their own hands. How about we hear about people being shot and just dropped off at the hospital? No accountability. Somebody was murdered back in uh, October at the Providence Place Mall. No, no talk about that. No talk about self-accountability. As far as education, maybe if they went to school, 
there's tremendous opportunities for people who go to school. I thought that was terrible. And it turned out there was a real hit piece on the Providence police. Now, listen, the weather is actually we're experiencing a little bit of a mild January. You need to uh, maybe want to grill outside. I encourage you to visit our friend Phil Johnson at Johnson Propane. Stop it and see Phil, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence. You can call him at 401-621-8129. He's open seven days a week. Johnson Propane. Since 1971, propane tanks and supplies, also firewood. Drive in, no wait. Johnson Propane, 904 Manton Avenue in Providence, right in front of Stop and Shop, next to Wendy's. It's Johnson Propane. Propane tanks filled there. Call them 401-621-8129. Now, I know the reporter said, well, you know, I asked the Providence police and they didn't want to say anything. But that is um, that was so unfair. That was not. Is that really a protest? Twelve people. Isn't that just like. And by the way, one of them is a professional protester who gets paid. And this business of, you know, it's just violence. They're out here terrorizing us all the time. There's uh, there's no questions on, on their behavior. There's no element of accountability. Now they still they're still trying, even though they did a reconstruction of this, there is nothing that says the officer struck them. At no point, you know, one of the people talking, they were saying that that the officer had murdered him. He hit him from behind. There's, there's no accountability for their words. There's no accountability for when they make accusations. And the reporter in the media, they totally let them get away with it. All of this, what do you mean police brutality? Why don't they work to get rid of some of the crime in their community? Why don't they encourage people to come forward within the community? Any element of the Providence police or any police that with the body cams, they are held accountable for their actions. But you don't hear that. So, folks, I don't like where we're going here, where everything now, you know, on the national front, you're trying to make everyone that's a, a Trump supporter, a white supremacist. And look at that look. We got to get these white supremacists out of the building. They love to toss that around. A lot of gaslighting. You're listening to The John DePietro Show. We're in an accident. Someone hits your vehicle. It's damaged in some way. Pick up the phone and call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. They're located 400 West Fountain Street in Providence. Folks, as you're riding along, you just never know. You could be dealing with a drunk driver, someone not paying attention. How about the people texting and driving? If you ever damage your vehicle, call West Fountain Auto Body, 401-272-3340. Several reasons. One, they'll handle everything for you. Two, they're going to work for you, not the insurance company. And three, they'll make your car. It'll look like it just rolled out of the showroom. West Fountain Auto Body. Call them 401-272-3340. Did someone damage your vehicle? Whether it's a small fender bender or nearly totaled vehicle, West Fountain will restore your vehicle, get it back on the road. Call them today, 401-272-3340. And remember, if you're having an accident... First thing you want to do, call the police, fill out a police report. If the tow truck shows up, tell them, let's get this vehicle over to West Fountain, 401-272-3340. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Remember, Preferred Towing and Recovery, they're located in Lincoln, and they service the entire state. Preferred is also female-owned and operated by Christine, along with her husband, Mark Labby. They specialize in towing, transport, asset recovery, repossessions, and private property towing services. You know, Mark has been doing repossessions for 30 years. He gets the job done safely, securely. Preferred Towing. Call them today, 401-725-8500, 401-725-8500, or online at preferredrecovery.com, as well as Facebook, Preferred towing they can also you know they buy older vintage cars maybe it's from the 60s 70s maybe you have one it's been sitting in, in your garage for who knows how long the last 15 years and you keep saying you know someday i'm going to restore that but how about instead call today 
725-8500. Call for a fair offer today. It's preferred towing in recovery located in Lincoln, 401 725 8500. Again, they've been doing repossessions for 30 years. They'll get the job done safely, secured, safely and securely. Preferred towing, 401 725 8500 or online, preferredrecovery.com. They're also on Facebook. We're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. DJ, what does this mean for Mitch McConnell going forward? He is no longer going to be Senate Majority Leader. Well, right. Um, uh, his more immediate, immediate task is, uh, of course, you change hands at January 20. So he, and I know we'll get to that, he can, he can just block that the, any impeachment things going in the Senate for the next five days. So that's just a smaller thing. You know, it's the end of an era, really for uh, a very big career. Um, and again, I think that with all the other headlines, not that George's results weren't digested, but remember that came just the day before this. And so then, you know, all of this kind of got in the way of talking about that. Um, you know, Chuck Schumer has control of the U.S. Senate starting next Wednesday. Um, wow. However, I would also note that margin is basically 50-50. So... You know what I mean? It's not like they have some huge, overwhelming majority by any stretch. Um, you know, uh, you know what? What I don't know when he would be up for re-election, JD. But I would say a couple things. I think this is going to end up being the last term for him. He's in his mid seventies or so. Um, I, I I just think that it's like a lot of things as the Trump era kind of winds down. I think it's it's unfortunate because he was such more of an ally to the president, maybe that the president even understood. He um, he he is responsible for what will be. We do have three branches of government and McConnell got a conservative uh, conservatives on the U.S. Supreme Court. And I know that sometimes that seems dry and un uninteresting to people. But in the long run of things, it has a whole lot to do with how this country, the directions it takes. So, um, you know, I couldn't he be Senate majority leader again? I mean, it's very it's tight. very tight. But the only thing is with the Senate races is it's not like the House where they pop up very quickly. Do you know what I mean? Like in the run of time, yes. I know he's 76 um, his wife is also very prominent and she had just, well, the cabinet's ending, so that's okay. And she, Elaine Chow stepped down. I don't know, you know, like after all this, could he become it? Um, if there's some people up, he, if it's within a handful of years, I'll just put it that way. Like, I don't see six years from now, him kind of, uh, going along and Schumer may not last that long. So you're right. Like, would he be around for a couple of more cycles in the short term? He could be. Because that's how close it is. Donna Perry, you've worked for the Republican Party. You've run as a Republican. You've worked for a Republican congressman. In your mind, where's the Republican Party right now? Where do they go from so, here? So um, this is, I again, I, I think this is one of the most challenging periods in decades. Um, and, and I think that they've really got to think long and hard of where they go. But I, I also would point out the silver linings are um, lost in all the even right after the election and when the um, challenge to the vote came lost in all that to some degree was the great success they had. Republicans had lined up tons of more Republicans into the U.S. House um, yes. and up to now, you know, they did kind of hold Senate seats. That's why it is such a tight majority in the clip. But then you had the Georgia runoffs. So I would say a couple of things. I, I think. Uh, I think you need leadership of the party that is not going to be about settling scores from this real, you know, scorched earth time. I think you need people who know how to play a little better with the media and the national media because they're not going away. Um, and I would note that there were some people who are well-respected. Uh, Tom Cotton, he was not part of the challenge, the vote thing. That's so why... He would you know. not. And the two that were leading it, that Senator Josh Hawley and Ted Cruz, they're both facing a lot right. of backlash, especially Josh Hawley that put the, the fist up. But here's something to look at. And again, folks, we're speaking with Donna Perry of the Sun Chronicle. Now, the President Trump received 75 million votes, but that it almost seems like a long time ago. And I think his term and the way he's going to be referred to is 
like BC before the capital and then yeah. after capital. So the, if anyone was worried, what does the party, you know, kind of do now with him leaving office seemingly still having all these people loyal to him? It's um, I think it's a little less problematic because he he this is not the Trump era winding down. This was an implosion of major yeah. proportions. This yeah, was I mean. The plane crashed. Right. I mean, let's. This is, is he going to be removed or is he going to impeach or, you know, people are holding their collective breath. But I think over the next week, uh, it's good to know the president of Pence did meet last week. Yes. And it would seem that, you know, you do have different people saying that this is a mistake to again go for impeachment. Pelosi wants it. Cicilline obviously is all geared up for it. But once again, uh, there were some loud voices saying it is a mistake to try to go for impeachment because what this does for Biden trying to come in and, and guess his administration. Well, the, yeah, and, and that's exactly right. Um, and what, one just 10 second footnote to what we uh, about what, where they go forward. I do want to say whether to stay like Rhode Island or anywhere else with the GOPs. And I've said this to mass people. Just keep in mind as you go forward, come out of these you know crazy months. Latinos voted for Trump in higher numbers than anyone ever expected. And you also have a black private sector, business minded percentage of black Americans. They were with Trump. The media never wanted to report it. So that's all I'll say for now. But you have a huge growing Latino population in Rhode Island. If I was that Rhode Island GOP, I would keep that in mind, John. That's a positive, you know, that, that you don't have to talk about Trump. You talk about charter schools, jobs, the economy, those people want to put a paycheck and a bank account. So and they don't want to have all these, you know, contemplations of cancel culture. And and I just want to say, it, you know, so I want to get that in because I think that's a silver lining. And you can't come out. Of, you know, that there is support for what he was pushing and they have to be able to divide, you know, make a distinction. Uh, what do you make of uh, Pelosi's well, attitude towards the president? <laughs> Go ahead. So, look. It, it, again, if you're her and you're coming out of this and, and she was she's a woman about 80, um, she's a tough as nails lady. But that was very shaking to them. I think she felt yeah. that personally and J.D. could have gone either way. I think if they if some of the nuts had found her, maybe something very dangerous could have happened. So I think that's very chilling um, where they are at this moment. And I think the next 48, 72 hours are going to be very critical of where they are H- how is he receiving all this um pence and he then also met as far as i know late right till rather late monday night um so i mean i think they're gonna a couple things they they can do they're going to do wednesday the article of impeachment in the house but as we've said right. it then will just sit there so what does that mean right. you know okay um and I think, ironically, John, it's really going to come in the end of the game. It will come to Biden's ultimate decision. I mean, he's going to be really the head of the Democrat Party. He is at this point. And I say yes. that because although the, everyone's temperature is naturally super hot right now, if you're him and his people, you know, you're going to get by the security threat. OK, I, like you say, I, I think they're going to get. They'll get through January 20. It'll be okay. Um, If you are them, do you really want the spectacle of months of or long weeks and et cetera in the spring? They're trying to get this administration off the ground. They've got to run the vaccination thing. They've got to get the economy back. I just would question if you're Biden that you want the media talking about Donald Trump again all day long. I, I I just yeah. do. So I, I think it could. And, and the Wall Street Journal is a good piece on this this morning. I mean, ultimately, history has had many presidents in tight squeezes. And they then ultimately said for the good of the country, um, you know, they can censure Trump in Congress, but just say it's not like a pardon, but he, he can go right. away with the censure. I think behind closed doors, I'm just guessing here. There is discussions about that. If you're Biden's team, do you really want, again, that, I mean, he can't come up for air and really get much coverage at all right now. So, Right. Let's face it. A Senate trial of impeachment. That becomes the story. 
all resources are on that. So I just find it, you know, a lot of things can happen in a few months. And I think, you know, he's trying to get these big players uh, up and running um, and, and all that. So, you know, they've been quite, you know, I get it. It's a very tricky corner that Biden's in a box right now, really. Um, it is ironic, John. In previous years, we've watched this. I remember these cycles from years ago. Normally, the weeks before the inauguration, all the media would be doing tons of coverage on who's coming in the administration, who's going out. You know, what what are they looking at? Gina Raimondo would be on like five major network interviews this week. You know what I mean? They, this is how it usually is done as you, the run up to the inauguration of the next president. And instead, it's still fallout yeah. from, you know, Wednesday that also and again, right before we take a break, but. I, I believe this, the, the size of the crowd is what really caught them off guard because I had an initial conversation with someone with the Trump campaign when they first were announcing it. And they were hmm. afraid, uh, as you can imagine, that having it, that they, they have been paranoid because of that Tulsa, Oklahoma rally back in July that only had less than 10,000. Oh, okay. It was embarrassing. It was a small crowd. Cost Brad Parscale's his job. But they were fearful. And actually, one of them asked me, do you think people will come to Washington during the week? This wasn't going to be on a Saturday. It was going to be on a Wednesday. And they were kind of fearful. When the permit was taken out for this, they thought "Mm, we probably maybe we're going to get like 30,000 would be a good crowd. The talk, they couldn't believe how big the crowd was. Mm. There were hundreds of thousands of people that came in. They were energized, went past the Washington Monument. This was one of those things that people just descended from all over the country. They underestimated. It's, I also believe it was so telling where the media was kept saying, you know, the president's unpopular. Yes. leaving office. He was more popular than ever, which is so many people came in. It is terrible of what happened. The story's getting worse, by the way, because there's still yeah. fallout. There's more footage coming out. You're finding out uh, more who's behind it. And it is, uh, it it is. There's just, it couldn't end worse for the president in uh, yeah. in his term in office. Folks, quick break. A lot more Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro Show. Mega Logistics, they're there to help you. Give them a call today. 401-431-2300. MEGA Mega Logistics. If you have freight, you need freight goods. Third-party brokers for your company, warehousing and transportation. How about custom freight, supply chain management, routing, bill auditing, customer developing, proven track record with Fortune 500 companies. You can depend on MEGA, MEGA Logistics. Call them today, 401-431-2300. 401-431-2300. Does that sound like your company? Maybe you have freight or you need freight goods third-party brokerage, warehousing, transportation, custom freight. They have the experience. Call them today. MEGA Logistics, 401-431-2300. Have you been thinking about updating your website? Do you have questions about how to get the most out of social media for your business? Would you like a free consultation from a local digital marketing professional who has been doing this work for 23 years? Contact Karen Etchells at Innovast Digital Marketing. Karen will help you better position your brand on the web to engage visitors and get results. She's local and responsive. Call Karen Etchells at 401-321-2799. That's 401-321-2799. Or find Karen on the web at www.innovast.com. Folks, remember, for all your tree service, well, you want to call Yankee Tree. Call them today, 401 401- 439-6028. Yankee Tree Service, yankeetreeservice.com. What can they do? They do it all. Tree trimming. Experts based right in Lincoln. Tree removal since 2006 and also 24-7 emergency service available. Call Yankee Tree Service today. 439-6028. 439-6028. Whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. 
Oftentimes, a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, the licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call, 439-6028, or online at yankeetreeservice.com. We're speaking with our legal analyst, attorney Tim Todd. Tim, I want to go back to <clears throat> January 6th. Um, I spoke with several people that were down there, and two of them told me that they believed uh, and had learned that a number of people that were at the Capitol, uh, a good description I heard was that, now, granted, there were thousands of people. Uh, the people that initially organized the rally, uh, it was this guy, Ali, would stop the steal. They took out a permit for 30,000 people. Now, there were ho- literally hundreds of thousands of people. <clears throat> Trump people weren't sure just how it was going to turn out because they were still paranoid from the summertime. And they had the rally in Tulsa. And it's under like 8,000. And then suddenly you could see back to the Washington Monument. So now they told me a lot of the people at the Capitol, and they said there were probably maybe like 300 that were real instigators. They told me many of them never even went to the speech. They came into Washington and they just went right to the Capitol because that's where the action was going to be. How could the president be held accountable for people that then didn't even hear him say we're going to walk down to the Capitol? Well, legally, he can't. Criminally, he can't. I mean, he could never be charged as a co-conspirator. There's nothing criminal in his conduct unless you find some memos or emails where he knows, knows this is going to happen. Based upon what we know of the president's conduct, he is not exposed criminally. So under the criminal justice system, there's nothing that could happen to him. You know, in a political environment, as we've said, you know, they can do whatever they want because the rules don't apply. It's a joke. It's, it's really a joke what went on Ooh. today from, from a legal perspective. It's an unsupportable charge. But, hey, if you got the votes, I guess you can vote for anything. Um, the, the guys that you're referring to right. are looking at serious criminal jeopardy in, in, in the main because this all happened on federal property. And there's yep. specific laws which um, deal with threats to elected, elected federal officials, you know, the mm. elected federal officials, senators and congressmen. They take care of themselves. It's different than if a cop gets beat up in New York City when things happen that threaten federal property and federal elected officials, the stakes go way up. So Mm -hmm. the guys who are charged here, they're not going to weasel out of this like they might if they were at some rally in Providence and they get, you know, um, a filing or community service or something because they've been involved in some um, um, altercation or destroyed property during a riot or a, quote, demonstration, close quote. These guys are looking at serious problems. They're looking at jail time. They're looking at extraordinary fines because in the federal system, um, there's typically heavy fines that go along with substantial recommended prison sentences or statutory prison sentences. It's nothing to fool around with. Now, some of them are already saying, Tim, hey, the president, I was watching the rally in Georgia. The president said this Wednesday, come to Washington. We're going to have a big rally. Save America. We went there. The president said we're all going to march over to the Capitol. I went over to the Capitol. At one point, the Capitol security, they were waving the people through. I went in. I didn't break anything. I didn't take anything. Took some selfies. Uh, I, I, I suppose it's trespassing. But how much trouble could someone like that be in? Not a lot. I mean, if okay. if they didn't break anything, if they didn't push anyone, if they simply went in, if they weren't told to stay out, um, I, I don't think the jeopardy there is so high. The people that broke into specific congressional offices yeah. stole Nancy Pelosi's rostrum. Podium, <laughs> I, yeah. I, I think they're looking at, at bigger, bigger concerns. Really? Okay. Now, Tim Dodd, that the, the Department of Justice, the DOJ, their press briefing, to me, that was a little bit of a game changer because they started to talk about 
you know, maybe let's just say you have four guys and they said, all right, listen, we're going to go. We're going to drive to Washington early in the morning. And and some people were even calling it. We're going to crash the Capitol. They're going to be inside having this vote. And what we're going to do. And many times you go and there's people that disrupt. And whether it's the Kavanaugh hearing, another hearing, somebody stands up and starts yelling and then they have to, like, remove them. So we're going to be cheering and everything. Instead, we go inside and we're part of the group and so forth. Well, now now they're talking about it would be the fact you went would be I think it's conspiracy to insurrection. And then the fact that you were inside, um, Tim Dodd, that sounds like these these become far more serious charges. Now, the the four friends say, yeah, we're going to go with the other Trump people and crash the Capitol. That sounds like it takes on a completely different tone. It it does take on a completely different tone. But uh, D.C. is full of really excellent, experienced criminal defense lawyers. And with a case like this, there's going to be a ton of video. Um, yes. There's going to be a ton of surveillance. There's lots of witnesses. And as we've seen from many of these uh, police shooting and other riot activities, what you first think occurred after the case is fully vetted and looked at carefully under a microscope, many times the prosecutors can't prove the things they initially came out with a splashy press conference to claim they were going to prove. So that has yet to be seen. By the way, going okay. back to the president just slightly, yeah, I think what he said might have been impertinent, but certainly was not impeachable or criminal. But I think it was Don Jr. when he was trying to um, amp up the crowd was talking about yep. you've got to fight, you've got to be strong. Um, yes. And Rudy Giuliani, Rudy Giuliani, yeah. who's I thought going to be combat. He said, "I not we shouldn't have a trial by jury. We should have trial by combat." Combat. I mean, that was the most provocative thing said all afternoon. That's not getting okay. much coverage because. He's only Rudy, and obviously the media and the Democrats in Congress want to get the president. But that was the provocative thing. If the president had said, we need trial by combat, I think that he'd be in – well, he got impeached. Great. But I think that if he had said the words that Rudy said, the president would have had a lot more people voting for impeachment because that, I think – went beyond what would have been appropriate under the circumstances. So if yeah. <laughs> I don't think anything happens to Rudy criminally, I think that Rudy has shown himself to be um, of far less value to the president than the president might think at the present time. When he's got time to think about what happened in the last couple of months, I don't think Rudy did much yeah. to help him in any serious way. We're speaking with our legal expert, Attorney Tim Todd. And Tim, would, does the president, would he have to attend the impeachment hearing in the Senate? Well, I guess only if they could subpoena his appearance, perhaps he'd, maybe okay. he'll go to Scotland or something for a while. Um, he wouldn't mm. have to. Um, he'd be then a private citizen. He would be subject to subpoena. He couldn't blow it off, but they would have to first subpoena him. Okay. But he doesn't sit there each day like a defendant on trial. Um, he could. Oh, he could. Arguably, he could. I don't know why he would Mm. ever want to do that. But um, if he's the defendant, he would have a right to um, hear from his accusers, to listen to the witnesses against him, and through his own Mm. counsel, to put on his own case and to cross-examine the witnesses that are put up by the other side. Um, As we've seen with these um, impeachment trials, when it was what was it, in 2019, they had the trial in the Senate. Again, the rules of evidence and the rules of procedure don't apply. So you don't really get a full and fair hearing if you're the defendant in such a cause of action because it's a political trial. It's not a legal trial. Now, Tim Dodd, what about attorney Linwood, who the weekend before, it was New Year's weekend, the weekend before the big Save America in, in, in D.C. and before the Georgia, he was on Twitter and he was the one that stood out to me where he was talking about, you know, Pence needs to go on trial and the vice president's going to be executed. And then they even had a gallows there. Or there were people that were chanting, hang Pence, hang Pence. 
Uh, how is someone like that not in trouble with the Secret Service? Well, again, you've got to parse the language. Um, I think what he said, Linwood said, was uh, provocative, legally incorrect, um, was intended to stir up um, the reaction that it ultimately got. But was he saying these things will happen or should happen, or was he talking about it as a theoretical possibility that he should be hung up, uh, he should be hung, he should put before a firing squad and all these other things that he was claiming should happen to poor Mike Pence? Um, yeah. Was it a direct threat to harm the vice president? I, I think that you could parse his language um, I, at the end of the day, I don't think he's going to get charged criminally, no more than Madonna was charged criminally for saying, I've been thinking about blowing up the White House um, or many right. other people who have said provocative, outrageous things um, regarding the president and the vice president. Lynn Wood, who's another person who at the beginning of this, you know, he he did well for Nick Sandman. He seemed to have a certain amount of credibility and a history of um, success legally. I don't know what the hell happened with him, John, but yeah. he's even off the rails. way off the rails. Yeah. Uh, folks, we're going to take a quick break. A lot more. Our legal expert attorney, Tim Dodd, right here on the John DePietro show. R.E. Coogan Heating. Call Coogs today. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable. Remember, whether it's plumbing, heating, or cooling, residential services, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone, they say. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today at 401-732-6562. 401-732-6562. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. Helpful, trustworthy, reliable for plumbing, heating, and cooling. From winter to summer, the trained technicians provide 100% service, one customer at a time. From service calls to maintenance agreements to installation, R.E. Coogan Heating, proud to help residential customers. They pride themselves. They make customer service and satisfaction a top priority. As they say, as Coog says, let us into your home. Don't fix it alone. R.E. Coogan and Heating. Call them today, 401-732-6562, 401-732-6562. It's Coog's. It's R.E. Coogan and Heating. You're listening to the John DePietro Show, folks. Weekdays, we start at 11. We go until 2. It's AM 1380 and 99.9 FM. Now, remember, if you want to get a hold of me, the easiest thing to do is log on to my website, depetro.com, D-E-P-E-T-R-O.com. Now, there, you can, if you want to listen to the program, listen live. You can also contact me that way. That's the easiest way to get me an email if you'd like to advertise on the show. And we also have all our links to social media. We have a... Uh, links to Twitter or Facebook or Instagram or also on YouTube. You can also read many of the exclusive stories that we do. We have exclusive video. You can also shop and get some of the merchandise. And at the same time, if you ever miss an episode of the John DePietro Show, if you ever miss a segment, you just log on and right at the top, it says radio show. Click onto that. It'll bring you right there and you can listen. It's all in the library fashion. It all starts by logging right on at DePietro.com. Brothers Disposal, call them today, 401-688-0517. Brothers Disposal, look for them on Facebook. They have a great page, yellow and purple, Laker colors. Brothers Disposal, they'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Maybe are you doing a small household construction project or maybe some project around your home? Call Brothers Disposal, let's get a dumpster in the driveway. Or maybe you're deciding to do a little bit of a fall clean out Get rid of some of your unwanted belongings. Folks, whether it's in the garage, the basement, or the attic, call Brothers Disposal today, 401-688-0517. They'll put a dumpster in your driveway. Come on, brother, with Brothers Disposal, 401-688-0517. 